Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through to May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better... Hello and welcome back to a very special episode of Vancouver and Whistler Places, where we talk about all the fun, exciting places all around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. This is a cell. We're not going to tell you about anything new today, really. We're going to just tell you. <laughs> we're just going to go back. And then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Come we're back just, next week. Who wants to talk? <laughs> who wants to introduce this one? I introduce it all the time, but I feel this is a bit more exciting. This Welcome to our episode. 10K retrospective. Oh, there we go. And the hits just right. keep on coming. So this, the, we just about, we if you were a constant listener to this show, you would have heard us say that we were getting closer and closer to 10,000. So we decided when we hit our 10,000 that we, we hit it. Do, yeah, we hit it. We're there. We got our 10,000 episodes. Yeah. Uh, how long have we been? 10,000 episodes. 10,000 It only feels like 10,000 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 10,011 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've, had, we, we've had 10,000 downloads. 10,000 downloads, which is great. Yeah. And yeah. how long have we, we were just talking about this? Before. 20 months. 20 months. Yeah. It's 10,000 downloads and in so, 20 months. Such a different time. In 2022. Couldn't yeah. see each other. Since 2020. Since 2020, Since it's been 20 months, 10,000 downloads. 10,000 downloads. And, 2022. Um, you know, we just uh, really encourage people to share share the um, posts we do. Encourage your friends to listen. Listen to them all. I mean, there's a setting. I usually listen to podcasts when I go to bed, and I put it on the setting where it just goes to the next one, the next one, the next one. And, mm. uh, he's, and he's done that 10,000 times. I've done that 10,000 <laughs> times, so, so they're all me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, for us, it's a learning experience. I mean, it's not as though... Uh, so, is, so is the book, but the book, we've got a few under our belt now. But, uh, you know, podcasts are new. They're modern. They're the... I think there's like eight or nine million on uh, on Apple. Who you know, like there are AM so many. going to come back. And uh, and we think that ours is kind of it, it. It the podcast legitimizes the book, and the book legitimizes the podcast. They go together well. And I think um, I'm speaking on Grain's behalf. I think the way we felt when when we wrote these chapters, we were quite restricted to what is it 500 words it's 1873 yeah, characters yeah. it's about f 500 words per yeah. story yeah you, you can only you can only put so many words on a page right so yeah. that was the, the yeah, limit so you'd go out and see something and you take the picture and come back and i tell graham oh this place is great the history i met this person i've got the research here gone to the library for this they're getting back to me in that and you sit down and you think god i only told a tenth of the story yeah so it's nice to have a format where we can expand upon stuff that we wrote about in our two uh in our two books, tell them what the two books are, Graham. Just, just <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't actually forgot. Yeah, yeah. Mike's wondering what are these two books? <laughs> the two books that we've 111 written. places this is your first episode in Vancouver that yeah. you must not miss. Yeah, that you must, not, and 111 places in Whistler that you must not miss. And Graham and I collaborated on both of them, so we did all the writing. Obviously, we're the writer and the photography, so yeah. we're we're quite proud of the photography. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and then for each place, we had to come up with a tip for a place nearby. And we didn't write a lot of details on that, but just a sentence. So, the books are a labor of love. It took uh, they took about probably a year to write each one. I think the Vancouver book took a year and two or three months, and the Whistler book a little bit shorter. Or yeah. Then the pandemic hit, so it's it's kind of yeah. hard to say, yeah. but. We really hit it uh, on the nose in terms of publishing two travel guidebooks just as the pandemic hit, you know. I mean, we've got, we've got classic, our timing down past. Classic timing. <laughs> like, all travel has been shut in, down. Let's in, publish a travel book. But in fairness. But in fairness, yeah. the, the Vancouver book had been out for six months before the pandemic, and the Whistler books just come out as the pandemic's subsiding, we hope. Or, yeah. or ha ha I guess it has. I but don't a know lot of people saying. have, uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about a lot, but we've had a few people that have said, oh, this has been a great thing to do during the pandemic. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that was kind of nice. We talked yeah. about that a lot yeah. in the first few episodes. And the publishers, Emons, they say that you they wanted them written in a way that they're of interest to tourists, 
but they're also guidebooks for locals. So, um, you know, you're yeah. but but uh, many of the many of the attractions, you know, the, the aquarium and places like yeah. that were shut down. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, so it's been an interesting challenge. But um, we've learned a lot, and the podcast has been a ton of fun. You know, mm-hmm. and like you were saying before, we always encourage people to. Uh, share and tell their friends and stuff about it but we've you know we've got 10,000 listens so we've got some pretty loyal listeners which has been great so we just want to thank our listeners for listening the whole time we definitely have people we, can't, we always we brought we've mentioned this before but I think we have like someone from Australia I think her name's Sue Barnes if I'm remembering correctly off the top of my head she seems like a pretty yeah. loyal one you got someone yeah. from Iran that seems to listen all the time Uruguay is a big one uh, USA, we get a lot. We get a lot of people from Germany because you yeah. get one of your books in German. Isn't that nice? the, uh, Vancouver oh, the Vancouver book was book, translated yeah. into German. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we so, get um, from it's all getting over, there. So you know, you know, we it, we're with a bullet. We're rising every week. We get a few more listeners, and so we thought that we would today instead of highlighting a place, we just talk about the podcast, talk about why we do it, how we do it. Sometimes we do them on Zoom, and when the pandemic was at its height, we were only doing it on Zoom. I mean, mm. you were encouraged not to. Get outside your bubble of six, and I, I hate to break it to you, but neither of you guys were in my bubble. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't devastated. Uh, devastated. <laughs> I saved that for family, you know. But um, so I'd say that when we started, it was like almost reaching out for a bit of camaraderie. I mean, we're looking for something to do, and it was social. And it was nice to see you. Mm-hmm. And then after I think about five or six months, restrictions lifted a bit, and we. I think we went to my garage at my yep. place. Was that yeah. the first one? We yeah, did. yeah, the first yeah, one we did. Yeah, lo- you know, we, yeah. we didn't want to. We didn't want to yeah. do them, you know, indoors, but we didn't want to stay outdoors, and um, we ended up doing them in kind of an indoor outdoor garage. But now we're doing them around a table, and you know, it's uh, it's just a pleasure to um, to be able to look forward to doing these every week with you guys. Yeah, and then we're like, so we're, having, we're at seventy two episodes, I think. Um, this will be the 72nd, 72nd yeah. episode, yeah. yeah. So, Graham, when you, you had a list of the top 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. In terms of downloads, the one yeah, that downloads yeah, the most? Do you want yeah. to do it backwards like David Letterman? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Top 10. Well, number, that reference. Number 10. Number 10. <laughs> number 10. The Sea to Sky Love Letter episode. Uh, episode a, number 48. That was a great one. Yeah, that was a good one. Number sky. 9. Point Grey Road. That one... The Cedar episode number twenty. Time. I don't understand why people love the point. You know, Grey I think Road people have a lot of curiosity about Point yeah. Grey. It was controversial about Point yeah. Grey all the time. Yeah. It was the real estate and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think people. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a Google thing. I don't yeah, know. No. People search Point Grey and the I, and our podcast comes up. I don't know. But I anyway, w- that's number. I wouldn't nine. imagine the people that live on Point Grey Road would listen to this. They'd have people that work for them listen to it and summarize <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, because they're too busy and rich to take the time to listen to our music. You know, our measly little podcast. Anyway. All right, number, number eight. Okay. Uh, Vancouver's Medieval Labyrinth. That was a cool one. Yeah, that I was a cool like one. I was yeah, pleased yeah. to see that one. That was on, another on one. The, the church, the St. Paul's, Paul's Church. Yeah, yeah. Paul's, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of those, again, one of those ones yeah. never heard of it before. The no, Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah, Labyrinth. Not it's like hard work to pronounce. Number seven, Ladner. The Ladner episode. And that's because you've got that you've got uh, huge fan base in Ladner. If yeah. the people I meet at the coffee shop there at Stir, but no, I think we did uh, Stir Coffee and we did the Rifle Bird Sanctuary, and then we talked about um, the Westham Island Bridge, which yeah, are all Ladner's. Uh, that's where I live. It's a great place. It was a value-packed episode. It was a value-packed <laughs> three. It was a three for one. And, uh, did you guys have the ladies of Ladner that you spoke to recently? About we've that? done a lot oh, of yeah, talks we too. We have. Yeah. We, we had the. Um, Ladner, um, it was the welcome, kind of the welcome wagon. It's called the Ladner Newcomers Association or so, yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. And we did a Zoom call with yeah. them or a Zoom presentation, yeah. And uh, number six, it's going to make you look happy. 
It's the first McDonald's. Wow. I think that a Episode lot of that four. would have had to do with my friend Joe Guzzo, who owns it, and he owns 12 of them, and he has probably a social media person that he helped to promote it, and he comes from a huge Italian but family. But, you know, I think there's also, uh, there's also a pretty good sort of McDonald's uh, fan club. McDonald's, you know, like people, people are, are into Coca-Cola, people are yeah. into McDonald's, like... There or are it's the Hamburglar. There uh, are people. It's probably Grimace. Or Grimace. Yeah, Grimace. There are people that would travel to the first McDonald's, you know, to have ever sprung up in Southern California and would go to the McDonald's in Oak Brook and yeah. huge McDonald's fans yeah. that were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, that was number. That okay. was number. That was number six. Number five was uh, the Police Museum with uh, author e- Eve Lazarus. That was yeah. the one. Yeah, episode number thirty-eight. The you know what? Of research she has done yeah. is just like unreal. yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. The she's a great writer yeah. and she's a great communicator, and we kind of um, you know admire her for her podcast. They're 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 really well listened mm-hmm. to. Yeah, she's got much more than ten thousand. And also the, the the I think sort of the crime beat, yeah. sort of like with McDonald's. I mean, there's people that are like into crime and noir and all that sort of mystery sort of stuff. That's very and, and, and as you're jazz. saying, I mean, Eve herself has a following. Well, uh, she was she's ri- she used to write for Marketing Magazine. She's written a few guidebooks. I want to say Fromers, or it might be a Michelin, but she's written a couple of guidebooks on Vancouver. Yeah. R- used to write for Marketing Magazine. Had the crime beat, I think, for the Sun or the Province. So she's a really legit writer, yeah. and she's a she's a big supporter of ours. Yeah. So she she tweets us, and she uh, she's happy to yeah. come on. And that was a fun episode. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah. Uh, and so number four, we're getting near the top uh, uh, three. We're uh, the top the four. The suspense now. is killing me. What is it? It is. The Grizzlies' last game ball. Oh, yeah, that one. Episode um, number thirty-two. Wow. Yeah, that takes. That's a. That's a memory flogger. That takes me down memory lane. But um, you know, I was with the team for seven years, and uh, the fact that we only got a little display case in the uh, BC Sports Hall of Fame in the corner <laughs> covering dust kind of makes me think. What was I? Do? What, where did I go wrong? Yeah, but you it, know, I was in charge of promotions. No one knew that we were there. <laughs> just know? took a couple decades to pay off, but people are now like really into the Grizzlies. And yeah, they've a, got documentaries. They well, got I was the... interviewed for the documentary. It's coming out later this year. There's a woman named Cat Jane who uh, did the documentary Finding Big Country, mm-hmm. and her follow-up is a documentary on the Grizzlies. And so that's coming out later this year. And uh, yeah, that finding the finding big country was very popular, wasn't it? She won the Vancouver Film Festival, and that no and it ran. Uh, it, she her, her timing was good because during the pandemic, ESPN was starved for sport content, like because there's no oh, games. Yeah, there's nothing going on. So they're kind of saying, "What can we run? What can we run?" And they picked up Finding Big Country. And oh, they were, cool! They ran it several times yeah, in the yeah. states. So that. now she's doing uh, two documentaries: one on the Grizzlies. I can't remember the title. And the second one is on the Stanley Cup riots that we had in hmm. Vancouver in '94. So uh, she's a lovely, lovely young lady, yeah. super enthusiastic, very talented. Oh, that's great. Jane. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That was four. That was, that was number, number four. four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now into the top three. The, oh, this the, is the, this is exciting. The third place. This is getting me. Uh, what, what is it? What is it? This one has to do with fruit falling onto the pavement below. Yes, it's the Sylvia Hotel. <laughs> oh, the, my <laughs> grandmother, the wacky Baroness. That yeah. was a great one. <laughs> Uh, was it, were you throwing grapes? What was the deal? You got well, a kid there. Well, my what, grandmother would stayed in room 727 every year at the Sylvia. Mm-hmm. And when we used to go pick her up, I was five. My sister was 10. And we'd go, as she was in the powder room getting ready to go in her room, we'd chuck grapes down below on people. Yeah. <laughs> and and on the Sylvia Hotel. 
And then I love that they, I love that someone in the hotel thought this like sweet older woman was exactly. Like she's a lady in her eighties and she's sweet. And the manager, <laughs> ma'am, you're gonna have to leave the hotel. We've been a number of people have been hit by flying fruit, and they've traced it. To, we've traced it to your room. My mom was mad, but it was more. It was more about the hotel. <laughs> The episode was, was about the, the Sylvia, yeah, covered, the, you know, the, uh, named after the, the guys. The, the he was a, a Jewish gentleman, and his daughter was named Sylvia, and he had yeah. another daughter, and you know, and it cat, was an apartment Mr. building, and the cop, Mister Gotta Go, and the Ivy, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and all of these things add to it. The grant, my granny story, just uh, kind episode of was a little bit of color. Yeah, really that was an awesome one. Number two, and it's kind of neat because we've got two books. We've got the Whistler book, and we've got the What's in Whistler book. This one surprised me every this time. One this one surprises me, too. Episode 41. This wasn't even about a certain thing. It was about no, lots of things, but people of, loved it. It was yeah. a good one, yeah. 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 I guess I, it was um, maybe we really needed to only do two episodes. Or what's yeah, in Vancouver, a, what's in Whistler, yeah, and we're done. Were yeah, like, no, we did, it, done. we did an episode because we got the contract, or we, we signed an agreement with the publishers to um, to do a book on Whistler, so we just thought we'd talk about that, and that was uh, that was the second yeah. most popular episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this one was funny, too, because we always try and keep them like short and Swedish, because we know people... Not Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep no, them short and Finnish, Sweden. Scandinavian. We try to keep them short and Icelandic. <laughs> Now you can't just, say short and Swedish. Now, you, now you're just pandering to the <laughs> listeners in Sweden. Say, yeah, we're trying to up our numbers in Sweden. Right <laughs> numbers in Sweden are going to skyrocket Short and now. sweet. But that one was long. We think short we were like talk for 20 minutes and we're like, whatever, maybe we should just talk for longer every time. So and number one, and I mean, honestly. Okay, oh, the, number one with, with the, a bullet. The, the number one. I'm not Classic. sure if it's really number one. It's the first episode, which is the yeah, one yeah. that everyone. Classic Bomac. Pretty much starts with the Bomac. The Bomac side. But it is number one. It did it, it, it get. It's odd. Good. I mean, I think I don't it's think cool it's the one. best episode. Yeah. It's it's yeah. an old sign that got a had as a Toys R Us banner over it. But um, <laughs> you know, it's, I, think I wouldn't say I wouldn't say when you come to Vancouver, you can't miss this. You know, uh, I mean, the it's, Sylvia that's Hotel. That's the thing about it, though. It yeah. is so incredibly missable. It is. I, it's dismissive. That it's kind of interesting to look at. It. So how did I miss this yeah. ginormous, which was once I can't remember now, once the Maybe largest, the largest sign neon sign or uh, the, the brightest or uh, thirty miles away. Yeah, but I think visible one, from the space station. And one of the reasons it's the most popular is one of the first that we did. And when when anybody goes on now and discovers this uh, podcast, it what our, our podcast was originally called 111 places, just 111 places, right? In Vancouver. Yeah, no, Vancouver no, sorry, places. Sorry, Vancouver places. Vancouver yeah. places yeah. The book is called 111 Places. Yeah. The podcast, very, yeah. very, very cleverly. Yeah. It was your idea. Very clever. Just called it? Vancouver Places. Yeah. And then we changed Simple. it to Vancouver Magical. and Whistler Places. Right. Yeah. And we changed yeah. the logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if this stuff interests anybody, but it's really neat the way you just kind of drape the cable car, kind of a ski a ski tram over the Vancouver skyline, that's my, uh, and you, it's your artistic genius. genius. Yeah, Mike. My my graphic yeah. design where it's really coming yeah. out. Really so shiny. Mike does the uh, the editing, and Mike does the um, kind of the graphics, and uh, Graham and I are each respond. I kind of post stuff on Facebook, and Graham posts stuff on Twitter, and Graham comes up with the headlines and with the photos we're going to use and. I don't know. We just. I think if you if you were to do something like this by yourself, it's quite a bit of work. But if you mm. divide it by three, yeah, it's less and it's fun to because we like each other. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, I like you guys. Um, <laughs> Not enough to be in your home. It's kind of it's kind of a fun thing for us to do, but it's it is quite a bit of work. I think for any of them, probably you know they're teaching courses on podcasting now. You can take a twelve week course of BCIT on podcasting. No way. Mm-hmm. And I would um, encourage anybody that's huh. interested to try it. 
but it's hard to get a it's hard to get a following, mm-hmm. and it is a bit of work. You know, you got to keep There's on plugging away. There's a few podcasts out there. There's a, yeah, eight million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seven or eight million on on Apple, whatever it is, Apple, Apple podcast, podcast yeah. Podbean, and all this Spot- stuff. Yeah, there. Spotify. So we'd love to we'd love to say that we had a hundred thousand now. Mm-hmm. You know that that would make us we'll feel get there. we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But we'd like to get there quicker. <laughs> this is why we have listeners. For yeah. Um, but on the top, we were going to, so now that we've done the top 10 of all time, which again, this is Whist- the, the what's in Whistler one still remind this still yeah, makes me laugh. That's a funny one. But we were going to talk about our favorite episodes. So does anyone want to start? Dave, you want to start this one? Well, I would say for each book, I'd say for the, uh, let's do the Vancouver book first. For me, that the secret rocks of Stanley Park, the hidden stones of the Stanley Park seawall. When it was Graham's uh, initiative to get this, this, this thing going, you know, the book. And when he invited me to join him to write it, uh, he said, do you have any stories that are kind of quirky and interesting that no one knows about? And that was the first thing I thought of. I said, I got this really cool story. And then I had to come up with 55 more. <laughs> but there, you know, I, but that was it. I mean, that, to me, that is the ethos, the essence of what the publishers are looking for. Yeah. Everybody knows about Stanley Park. And it's great to talk about James coming, how, how long it is, when it was built, this and that. But they're really, it's really cool to point out something that no one knew was there. And we've had really neat feedback. And, and I would always show people that when I'd go cycling or jogging around Stanley Park with a newcomer to town or a friend mm-hmm. that hadn't been there. I'd say, hey, wait a minute, let's stop here. I want to show you this. So it felt really natural to write about it. That's my favorite. Graham, what's yeah. your favorite? Well, in a similar vein, uh, um, you know, what I, in terms of like what's in the book and the, what the purpose of the book is, it's kind of to share some of the things that are not so obvious. Um, and so one of the ones I really liked was Mushroom Studios. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really great because I, uh, I say this all the time. I like I drive by it a thousand times and didn't know it was there. Like I, apparently I do that a lot. Um, <laughs> but when I found out about, I read the story about the Mushroom Studios and I'd heard about how there'd been these great classic bands from the '70s and in the '80s and and beyond that had recorded these albums that I had known for ages and songs that I knew and sing along in the car and then. I heard that they were produced here at this place called Mushroom Studios. What a strange name for a studio. And I looked it up. To, I thought, surely it's not there anymore. And it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, it's, oh, it's that place? Yeah. It's it very nondescript. It, it doesn't look like yeah, yeah. anything at all. And I thought, actually, that's kind of cool that yeah. it's just so nondescript. That yeah. was a cool one, too, because yeah. there's a guitar shop on Main Street called Exile. Right. Exile on Main, yeah. classic. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but I went in there. After we recorded that thing, and they had a bunch of instruments, I guess one of the guys unfortunately passed away, and he had a bunch of the instruments, and they were selling them there, and I got to act like I knew what I was talking yeah. about. I was like, oh, I know about mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> and then funny enough, I was in Seattle last week. I was at a kind of really cool retro guitar shop down there, and the guy from there actually knew that guy who just passed away. He had all this like cool guitar collection, so I was able to talk to him about that. So yeah, yeah. that one's a cool one that's like really made its way around. Not yeah. the episode, but the actual thing yeah. about Mushroom Studios. So that's yeah, cool. This, the story is really well yeah. known. The place is not really well known, but I bet a lot of people have been right past it. Oh yeah, and and didn't know. For so sure. that was that was kind of a fun one. What about you, Mike? Oh, uh, so I couldn't pick just one. No, of course not. I'm going to go There's so many to choose so from. Many. How could you? <laughs> so I, so I'll, I'll go through the ones that I like. I, I went through and I was like, okay, I got to try and pick one. But I went through. I really like the Billy because the Billy is great. Yeah. Love that oh, one. Yeah. Love yeah. that yeah. Taunted. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been back since you guys did your like uh, your book launch there. Well, yeah. that was such a fun event. So we yeah. had a lot of fun at that. That was right yeah. before. Yeah. That was yeah. that was yeah. right before lockdown and we're all crammed in there, wasn't it? That was great. The double urinal. That one makes me laugh every time. Yeah, that's true. That's that's always a good one. Yeah, you pee your pants laughing so hard on that one and if you, <laughs> if you had it go you'd have no weight at the double urinal 
<laughs> the buried Cadillac was a, just a funny story. That one's still there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mushroom Studios, I had yeah. that one down. Yeah. Uh, long table distiller because we learned of uh, yeah. Graham's love of gin. He's a gin, gin, He's a gin genius. Gin genius. genius. That was it. Uh, the Hidden Stones. I was a big fan of the Cat Cafe because we learned that Dave uh, oh, didn't know Cafe. who Adele was. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Adele. Too. Yeah. Right. And uh, the Sylvia. That was a hilarious one. Yeah. Um, the Alibi Room, just because I love the Alibi Room, and I did not know its long-standing history with the with the, <laughs> with the kill wall. That was there. Was it oh the kill God. wall? Was it the Axe <laughs> Man? The Axe Man on in Squamish. I drive by that thing every time, and I have to think about it. Yeah. And Forte's Fountain. I uh, just because uh, yeah. I just I didn't know about that. I knew all about Joe Forte's, but I didn't know about that one. But yeah. my favorite ones were the double uh, the Hidden Stones. Yeah. Uh, that one's mainly because the story of when we were there the first time. I don't know if anyone's listening. Was oh and like, God. those oh were the first, we were God. just like shooting something and we, <laughs> these guys were showing me the, the rocks and we were there with a friend and then all of a sudden these guys walk up and they're like, oh, hey, where are these things? And you guys got to be the fancy authors who got to tell them. Like, you seem like such big stars at the time. <laughs> that was funny. Oh my that God, was that great. Was funny. And yeah. then I have another funner story where like, I went on a date with somebody actually. And I remember like trying to like impress them. I was like, oh, like, hey, this thing. And she had zero interest in it at all. <laughs> Absolutely none. And it's just one of those things like, has nothing to do with the episode. But I just think back to it. She was like, this is interesting. I was like. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to impress her with your knowledge of history in Vancouver and stuff? Yeah, and she all just like fell flat, absolutely. But yeah, it was just those two stories <laughs> of that. It was like when we first met those guys, and then that one just makes me laugh. And then the uh, the double urinal one was the one that makes me laugh the most just because I don't know why I think about that one all the time. But I remember I listened to it on the way over here, and Dave, you had a great line about like, what are you supposed to do? Like chat with somebody? How's the wedding? Like, <laughs> What about those Vancouver Canucks? How do you talk to these people? At you look at somebody in the eye. You don't yeah. want to look at me. I never talk with them because you got business down below. But um, <laughs> I didn't know about you trying to impress. A, I'm just fascinated about this date thing. I want to get back to that. But maybe we'll uh, do that after we finish the podcast. It yeah. obviously didn't go well. So. 111 <laughs> reasons not to go on a second date with a guy. You know, he couldn't stop talking about the double urinal. <laughs> the other a, one I love about the double, the double urinal. Speaking of pervert, the double urinal one that you brought a, you brought a camera into the walkthrough. I the <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one too. So those were my. Uh, I had a tough time choosing. But well, the, you asked us each choose one, and then you had fifteen. But um, yeah, there you <laughs> the go. Hidden those stones are good ones, and the hidden yeah. stones. So what favorite. about the Whistler book? What's your favorite one in there? Because we we chose one from each book. What's your favorite Whistler book one? I didn't choose one from each book. I just chose a, a, a favorite. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I would just off the cuff, cuff. I would go with that. Uh, the missing airman's memorial. Oh yeah, that that is I, so I, I, interesting. Know, that was yeah. uh, that was a, it was a neat little find. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's there, but I, I think it's kind of there if you know to look for it. I yeah. bet you there's a yeah. lot of people yeah. that go there, park there, and walk right past it, even go on the trail or look around, or whatever. So that that's kind of neat. Again, it's sort of th- something that's there but not really obvious. And then the story behind it, I had um, I was fascinated by it. It's a great, yeah. it's a great, yeah. great story. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was fun. Just that, yeah. that's just off the cuff. I'm not yeah, sure if that's my stuff? absolute favorite. I really like the the guy that does the paintings of the trail maps. You that's know, cool yeah, it's, it's just a, was a really nice story of a guy that uh, he talks when he was a boy. He'd pin up trail maps on his bedroom bunk bed and look at them and dream of the, what he'd be skiing the next day. You know, in the 1950s and 60s, and then. Uh, he got sick when he was in grade 9 or 10 for a few months, and his mother bought him an art set, and then he went to art school, and he just specialized in painting mountains. And, um, you know, his, his name is yeah. James Niehaus, and then I had to contact his manager, and the man, they were super cooperative, and they said, yeah, we'd love to see this book. Yeah, we'll cooperate with you. What do you need, you know? And then I had to contact the photographer that took his picture. He lives in Colorado, and then I 
I met with the uh, former general manager of Whistler, um, Whistler Blackcomb, Doug Forseth, you know, and he told me all about how important the trail map is for their marketing and how it meant a lot to them and how this James Niehaus would come up from time to time to update the maps. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just a really cool... And he's got a beautiful coffee table book out, this guy. So so you and I are both into skiing, and um, mm-hmm. we've stared, we stared at those maps a million times and didn't know anything yeah. about them. And now After we, know, we did that episode, I looked yeah, at it a lot more carefully. He doesn't, he doesn't use digital uh, imagery. He paints it with a brush, so he gets every stroke in finally the shadows. And he, he takes something 3D and makes it 2D, you know, and the imagination you need to get all the things right and the attention to detail. I really so I just think it's a cool story. The, the Rembrandt of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. The one about that where you said the, you, you were talking to the marketing director of Whistler and they switched one year and everyone was like yeah. appalled. Yeah. They're like, now nah, we got to go back to the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did something cartoony that looked Disney-ish, you know, and all the people said, where's the ski map, you know? And then because of COVID, someone told me uh, when I was skiing uh, in the 2020 season, they said there was no, there were no trail maps. And this season, I went into guest services, and they're handing them out sparingly. But there is there is a new trail map, hmm. but they're not as prevalent. They're not handing them out everywhere like they used to. Mm, yeah. yeah, used to be able to. So get I think more. I think they'll be back. Hopefully, they'll be back in uh, in full force next season. You cool. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. So you know what's coming up. Closing remarks. Closing remarks. That's exactly what we've said for seventy two episodes. Closing <laughs> remarks. Yeah. Final thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Final thought. Who wants to start? I'll go. Go. Um, my only final thought, really, is just to on this uh, special occasion, our 10K retrospective, is to thank the listeners who've uh, done all those downloads. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm surprised pleasantly that uh, I was just looking at the at the data, and uh, in since we started, we've had downloads from over 50 countries. That's cool. Which uh, I mean, I had wow. no I had no expectation around no, that, so I can't. Not. You say you know I'm underwhelmed, overwhelmed, but I thought wow. I wouldn't have expected that, but that's terrific. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly just looking in the last month, we had one, I think maybe two listeners from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, there's a lot going on there right now. The yeah. fact that anybody had some time to listen to one of our podcasts or a few of them yeah. from Ukraine, I think is really nice. And um, shout out to those listeners. And thanks for listening, uh, particularly. Um, so that's just... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's like you're saying, Dave. You know, it's uh, it, but the pre-COVID days, we would do speaking events and we would meet with people face to face and we'd have great conversations with people who had read the book and bought the book. This is not really a conversation with readers, but it kind of is. I feel like there are people out there that are that are listening, and I appreciate that. And uh, for those that send us uh, the odd email or make a comment on on Facebook, uh, that's a really nice way of connecting with people as well. Yeah, so yeah. Gratitude to listeners. That's my final thought. That's very sweet. It's very nice. Yeah. Good. And yeah, I, 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 would, I would just say that uh, it's, a, it's a modern, it's something modern. Ten years ago, there was no such thing as a podcast, mm-hmm. you know. And so for me, it's been a learning experience. Just how do you get it out there? What, what is Podbean? How do you promote it? How do you make it accessible? All these distribution platforms, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, the opportunity to, to self-promote yourself at no cost. I mean, it's, we haven't sunk any dough into this, you know. And it's been a very interesting learning experience. So I would encourage anybody that just does something interesting. They collect stamps. They're interested in, I don't know, uh, you know, doily, doily making. I don't know, something esoteric. You know, we get a podcast and start talking about it and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's low, no, low cost, no cost. It can be very gratifying. 
But it's kind of the way the world is going. I mean, you know, to go from zero 10 years ago to 8 million podcasts out there is pretty phenomenal. So get with it. And as I get older, you know, I'm in my 60s, it's really cool to do something that's kind of contemporary and is... Uh, I think it's a good thing that we're not on video because you can't tell how old we are. It's a uh, podcast happening, Mike. <laughs> and it's freaking me out. It's freaking me out. It's too complicated. I don't want to do this. No, I, I'd encourage people to get their own podcast happening and try it because it's a lot of fun and it doesn't take a lot to get into it other than um, you know just a little bit of your time. And, uh, it's, 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 and it's more fun doing with other people. Yeah. I think if I, if, I, if I was to try this on my own, I think I would have lasted about four or five episodes, and uh, you know I don't think I would have continued on. But it's much more fun if it. It's five times as much fun with three. Yeah, <laughs> True. it's fun. True. Like I'll touch on both of what you guys yeah. were saying. I thought it was fun. I just think it's fun. Like yeah, getting together. We drank a lot of coffee, a lot of uh, eat a lot of donuts. We drank some wine. We hang with waffles every so often. Waffles so that's is always fun dog. to get together. Yep, yep. Yeah, waffles is Grim's dog. I should <laughs> that. You might hear him every so often. But yeah, it's just been cool to see like different people all over, like constantly listening all over the state. Yeah. And just yeah, we thought like I don't know some people from Vancouver, maybe like the odd person around. But yeah, it's it's interesting to see and uh, yeah, getting. The, I remember there was a guy from East Van that I can't remember his name of. He wanted us to oh, find yeah, more yeah, places yeah, yeah. in East Van. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool when people Kurt? reach out. To, yeah, yeah, the yeah, woman yeah. that we, we interviewed um, that uh, went oh, to all 111 places. places, she was great. Yeah. And you listen, you're listening oh, to her yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, just trying to remember her name. Uh, oh my gosh, isn't Andrea that all? Andrea Roca. Andreas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got a good memory. And she has a, a, a you know, what uh, improprieties and business and yeah, skullduggery and uh, kind of. Uh, I love her podcast. Yeah, her great. podcasts yeah. are really slick, yeah. really good. She has. She has a lot more listeners than us, but um, you know, I got. If we keep on doing this, we will get more listeners. Maybe, maybe in six months, we'll be celebrating twenty thousand downloads. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah, just want to thank all the listeners. Like you said, get uh, yeah, keep keep telling people. Keep uh, it's it's the, the community part of it's been fun. And reach yeah. out to us and tell us your favorite episode or your top ten favorite episodes or anything like that. We'd be really interested to hear, and then interested to hear about what you want to hear about more of, whether it's Whistler, or Vancouver, or somewhere in between, or whatever that is. But Make sure you come back next week. Super. And we'll keep telling you more places. Those in cards and coming. How many are we at? We got 115 more places to tell people we could about. Keep it, well, we could keep on going. We're going to keep on going. Keep we got, on going. We're not going to run out of places for the next couple of years. So keep, but make sure you just keep coming back and we'll keep telling Vancouver you Vancouver and Whistler places. And we'll keep yeah. telling you all about them. Yeah. We'll see you next time.